0: Well, especially on the cauliflower, it's uncomfortable. You got cauliflower here, just on the left one. I got a little bit on the inside of the right one, and uh, but the left one because I got such a big ear.
1: Oh yeah, yeah I see a little cauliflower Remember there. Thing? It's a nugget
0: because I got a big ears, so it hides.
1: All right, let's start the show now, and let's, let's see it. what we just let's see what we just selected on this loop here. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good... Man, you nailed it. Go. Come on. All right. It's like you've done this before. A little bit. Uh, but that one is actually a guess. We'll take it. Why not? Wow. Man. This thing's pretty sweet, right? This is insane. So you come in here. You got all these loop samples.
0: Is this a program you downloaded?
1: Yeah, so it's an app. It's called Splice. Basically, people go in. They create their own uh, like sample libraries of stuff. And so a sample is basically like a pre-recorded thing, whether it's a single hit, whether it's a, like a loop like this. Yeah. So you uh, you can just build songs and then you can put in like, these are called like one shot sounds like. hmm <laughs> so Oh, like, I love this. You have like a different, uh, let's see, like uh, you could put in like a kick, like. Oh, wow. Yeah, stuff like that. So so dope. Right? Pretty sweet. <laughs> this is insanely cool. Right? <laughs> and so, I mean, so this even, there's like a piano here too. Ooh.
0: So cool. This is the dude, what's what is this what's that word where people get they they feel anxious and um, I think it begins with an s and ends with two s's and they get like anxiety and sassafras? It's it's that sounds like a much better word, but I was thinking about Oh, it's stress and I forgot about it.
1: Ooh.
0: Oh, that's what this place is doing right now.
1: Dude, Jeez. thanks Eight. for coming and doing this, man. This I is appreciate. fun. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. man. Dude, I've been having a lot more fun now that um, I'm not doing the video piece of this, we we'll can just fucking sit and talk. Cheers, buddy. Thanks Cheers for bringing to you. This over. Of
0: course. A little Shiner holiday cheer for real from the Spetzel Brewery
1: in Shiner, Texas. Woo. Mm. Dude, we've been talking about doing this for a while. Yes, we have. I wanted to ask you about some military stuff. Oh, Your go background ahead. in that. Um I think this is the perfect music to talk about military stuff. I think it is. Well, I grew I grew up listening to all kinds of music. Yeah,
0: but I was a big reggae fan. Were you? Still am. Um, all the old school stuff, the old Bob mm-hmm. and Peter Tosh, and all them, and having some mellow beat
1: oh, I always made it right. Dude, you ever roll with roll the reggae?
0: That's one of my favorite things. Parkinson too. Uh, both of them, Dave and Megan, um, when we first started doing the Happy Mats yeah. thing, our favorite thing to put on was reggae. And when, uh, most of the time, if I'm in charge of music, I, I'd rather have that on, but I mix it up for everybody else too because it can't just be, it's not my show.
1: Yeah. Um, out on the mats, but man, I prefer reggae. Reggae gets you in the flow. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And when, whenever, you know what's funny? Like if, if there's music on that, I actually really like. If I know the music, yeah. I roll one and a half times better. Just I'm right like, there with you. You know, because like you just you can relax. You can actually, I can start to have f- fun with it more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, you know, some, I'm a pretty uptight person. A lot of people are like, "You're so chill. You're chill. like my wife and I were joking about this. Are like, you serious? Yeah. You're uptight. Yeah." Yeah, and so my what? wife <laughs> No way yeah, We're uptight but, be, but everybody's like You guys are so chill And I think I, And it, it is funny because she's she's like Yeah my, my girlfriends will be like Oh my god your husband's so calm And like he always seems like so chill And she's like you guys don't Fucking know him He's <laughs> uptight as shit <laughs> Wow that's
0: weird Right? Especially rolling with you so many times You don't feel that
1: I, uh, like, it's like you relax and and just let yourself go. I try to because I try to not I try to not take my uptightness out on other people as much as possible. I it usually ends up happening. Uh, you know, it, it happen. it can happen at work. It happens in the situations where, uh, like, I'll be falling behind in something. And oh like, yeah. You feel that you know that work pressure, especially like I, I do sales. So it's like if you don't if you're not hitting that. Deadline, like that's where that kind of uptightness can really
0: <laughs>
1: unleash itself.
0: <laughs> I know, and it I goes, and it
1: comes out in weird ways. You know,
0: like yeah, I, I just so- sometimes depends on how tired I am. I'll just zone <laughs> mm-hmm. for a minute to let it, I uh, let it run its course because I can't mean? control it mentally and emotionally. You know, you get keyed up because you want to, you want to fix fix whatever the issue is that has you behind or off track or so you're not going to hit what you need to hit that day whatever the whatever your your goals
1: are that day that's a good point i I think that the patience piece has been has been helpful like getting just I, i even had this recently going through just a few weeks of uh being off like you go through i don't want to call it like depression because i don't think it's fully it's like a temporary kind of depression where you you know when you, you go through still
0: it, call it depression i've been ups and downs with that recently yeah and so fatigue yeah. yeah
1: and so you go through these phases and one of the things now that i'm realizing is like oh okay this this does pass you know like it's like i might feel like shit either just today it may persist for in that case, it was like a little over two weeks, and it was just like there's a sense of uh, okay, let me, it's like let me step back. The, it's not the end of the world. I'm gonna be all right. Let's just ride this out. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the best that I can. Like I'm gonna make. I'm gonna do the stuff I need to do, and I'll I'll do my best to do some of the stuff that like I should you know quote should be doing, and then. You know, I just give myself the the break for those couple, however long that time lasts of like, hey, I might not have made 100 calls in a day for sales, but I called 25 people. And I did all the reach outs for all the people I needed to to keep stuff moving to make sure I'm not like putting other people in jeopardy. And that's been a big change lately too. It's like, um, I think having kids helps with that because it's not so much uh all about me so I can kind of think like uh like oh, all right I'm in sales I'm the person that's helping bring in the money which helps make sure that everybody else has a job so like okay you can have your little pity party but also like at least get your core shit done and then when you're feeling better then go out and like move things forward. I like that. It uh, helps it's not- you
0: stay focused on moving forward, rather than collapsing into that spiral of oh no, 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 and then you're you're juggling, and then you try to do it all at the same time, and then you're not going to get it
1: done. Dude, spiral is a good word for it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's that's, that's how because I feel it. Yeah, that's what my
1: brain does. Does it?
0: Oh yeah. Is Just that like earlier your- the last week? I messed something up at work. At the, at the day job, and uh, actually paid for it. Um, I was go- I was going to, and then the boss also said, "Hey, that's the second time on that one, and it cost money." So, and that, but I, I took a deep breath, and it it just kind of threw her whole. Something happened in the morning where things didn't go properly, and it was a combination of things. Um, so it kind of set my day off, and my brain was trying to catch up, but my hands and my brain weren't connecting because of the spiral because I could feel it emotionally, mentally because I kept trying to overthink everything and I made a... a, a, And it would cost me 50 bucks. Okay. But Which isn't bad. Could have been worse, but when you do the math on what the sales would have been on that, it was several hundred dollars. Yeah. So that was in my head and I let it, like it pulled the plug on the drain, so to speak, and that's when it spiraled and I'm like trying to save it. OK, instead of taking a deep breath and gone. All right, let me check everything. Yeah. I just kind of I couldn't get it
1: out of my head. And so I was tired. And so was that what caused it? So this you the spiral was happening before or after it. The spiral happened
0: mm-hmm. right before it started happening before it, which kind of caused it. And, and then that, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> when it just I, I, I couldn't get the plug back in the drain. To take a deep breath and move forward because the day was cruising,
1: dude. It's yeah. Sometimes like something shitty that happens in the morning can really throw your day off. Like uh you know, and it is it's it's hard to bounce back too. Oh yeah. And you gotta part of you ever read the Four Agreements? You ever read that book? No. I fr- where did that?
0: I fr- somebody. And somebody jujitsu related, I think, in Delaware was talking about that years ago. Yeah. And I just, it, um, I never got a chance to do that. I got to check that out.
1: Tell me about it. It's, it's good. One of the, one of the part, one of the things that I haven't read in a few years, but like one of the things is like, tr- don't take things personally, which is super hard, but especially when you're in that kind of spiral too. <laughs> yep. Cause you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's what you think? cuz you hate me cuz I'm a piece of shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, on that and that's
0: incident that like I made the mistake. So, and I felt bad cuz of because of the negative impact on the on the team. And every time somebody ordered something it, and they're like, "Sorry, we don't have that available right now." <laughs> oh, dear Lord, help me through. I'm going to cry. Yeah. And then it made me It made me miss my kids even more, um, which is interesting because you're dad. So, yeah, Yeah. Um, it because of it just made me think about all the the ups and downs in life. It all came. That's the spiral kind of pulled that in where the mental and emotional drain was there. And it was like going into this big cistern, if you will, in my mind, like that's the best way I can make something that somebody can visualize about what it felt like in the moment. And, and I had all my, all four of my biological kids with um, my first ex-wife, um, and you know divorce happens about ten years in. So I, since two thousand eight, I have I didn't have them full time, but that's the, before that. Just dropping them off at daycare, I just wanted to be around them. So yeah, it hurt, and then it brought me all the way back to. to uh, the fall of 2000, the first time I dropped my my older two off at daycare and my oldest son grabbed onto my leg and I, I had that same feeling of man I am the worst dad, I'm the worst human, I'm a terrible person. I'm not even a man anymore. That's what spiral the spiral pulled from uh-huh. deep within my heart and my head on uh, when I had that mistake Friday. And I kept thinking about the guys I was working with. And I'm like, man, I'm just letting everybody down. And I, that it made me miss my kids so much. I was like, man, I wish I got to hug them. I like a thousand miles away, and I'm
1: man, they're adults
0: now too. It's weird. So I'm like, I just want to call them and hug them.
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. I got a two year old, and then I got a, another one that's going to be born in a month. Mm-hmm. I'm not in that situation, remotely close to that but now as you're saying that like i could easily i can visualize that for sure because yep. you know it is it's helpful having it is helpful having uh in this case like a 2-year-old and like people that depend on you because it does it does dampen the blows that come with living and working and all that shit like you know when I, a, a few weeks ago I'm talking to this guy from a that manufacturer, and I'm trying to like explain to them the benefits, and and he used uh. Sharp knows his stuff. Former military guy, so like, wh- is not like no bullshit mm-hmm. at all, and was being like as polite as he could, but he wasn't getting support from the other people there, and so like, it he was basically telling me that like what we do is not, is like worthless in some way. You know, it's standard, like sales push off. Like, sure. Somebody else is getting heat for the thing that you're selling. So you become the like target, but he, he was respectful. So like, there's not, I have no animosity towards it. And that's probably what helped. But like in the past, when I was younger, really has nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. But in the past, when I was younger, I'd have been like, Oh, that guy like hates me, and I would be thinking that that person is like, oh, he, he, he's fucking thinking about me all the time. Like I'm eating, really? I'm eating dinner, and that guy's like this fucking kid called. <laughs> and and now that I I got like now you have I have a family. It's just like ah, that call sucked. Uh, okay, well I actually have a path way to kind of change his mind it's going to take me six months to a year uh and then i'm going to deliver on it so hey he might not see it now but like this is going to be fine and i think part of it is having like kids in a family that reground you in that but then i can see 20 years from now when i don't when you don't have that like that same shit can fucking come back in did you feel like that stuff diminished a little bit when you when you had little kids
0: i thought it was more intense for me back then um because i thought man i really gotta do this right for them yeah but i I had the reward of going home to them Mm -hmm. i got to hold them and just the way they smell too you just pick them up and you're just like oh that's my kid yeah and it's soothing so i had that comfort from that so that's why it in the in This stage that you're in, it is, it is such a blessing to have that so you can come home and it does dampen those blows because you're like, I'm going to be okay. I'm still a dad. I'm still a husband. I get to go home and I'll have some, some comfort and some solace. I'm in my little castle. Yeah. And I remember those days and that's why, you know, being so far separated by time and distance and, um, just the way that life plays out sometimes. Man, it, it all came back Saturday. And I'm like, man, this is really intense. But then I went, man, I'm, I'm tired. All right, all right. Nobody died. Nobody's sick. I didn't break any fingers on anybody <laughs> accidentally. And that's, we'll figure it out. And then it ended up being an okay day. And then this week, this past week was good. Um, and it's just, I got some sleep. And that made the difference.
1: Sleep is huge, man. I've been... That's something that I don't do well. I, I, I view a lot of things as like, oh, I've got a limited amount of time. So I got to make the most and half the time I don't even do good shit. Like, you know, if I just spent the time Mm -hmm. and actually got the sleep, but I do enjoy part of what I enjoy is I like being awake when a lot of other people aren't awake I don't know. Late at night or in the morning or does it matter? Usually late at night because that's just kind of my default. Okay. But w- I don't wake up early in the morning often, but when I do, I really enjoy it. It's just What's that I- early
0: in the morning to you? Four in the morning. Jeez, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah.
1: four or five in the morning. Yeah,
0: I'm usually getting up between 4.30 and 5.
1: Are you? Yeah. After good for you, man.
0: No, not good for me. <laughs> I need more
1: sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, what time do you go to bed
0: uh i don't finish at the grounds until um r- lately we've been working on it brian uh, and the team have been great about making sure that as soon as we're done i'm on my my cleaning tasks just get, get getting done, out of there getting getting by out 10 out there. If okay I get out of there by 10 um i can usually be home by 11 ish yeah and then if i my goal is to but you know i got Training gear to throw in the laundry,
1: switch in laundry. Um, got to make sure it gets in the dryer before.
0: Uh, I wake up in the morning and do it because there's okay. like a delay on it. And then so, uh, since I rent from my brother, he'll have stuff in the washer sometimes or in the dryer. So I got to redry that. Yep. Switch. And then um, I got to eat, got to get cleaned up. Yep. And then I get in bed and I'm like trying to finish eating and falling asleep. Yep. So um, a lot of times I'm I'm getting three to four, and that's not healthy. No. Nah. Uh, not for the activity level I keep up. and Yeah. Um, I'm working on it. They, Especially rolling too. And
1: teaching. Yep. Like,
0: leading the class, and I'm, I'm going, man, I know this stuff. Like, well, I feel like my brain's it's not been, firing. Yeah, and I'm working on that. I'm working on my nutrition. That's something we'll talk about too, about um, the healthcare stuff we were talking about.
1: Well, So what are you doing?
0: Okay, um, I got, uh, back in the spring, I got, uh, a micronutrient mic ah, that's hard to say micronutrient profile done
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot, and then I added some more things so I got a big bunch of blood work done found out where I was nutrient deficient found out I was low in the testosterone and high in the estrogen a couple other things found out what I needed to take it makes sense
1: likewise. man I, 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 Everyone I feel the feel femininity
0: 100% on the mats too
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And totally for sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck
0: monday's gonna suck <laughs> no it's not it's gonna be awesome because i just feeling there it's okay <laughs> uh, no i got evidence? wrecked i got wrecked today at open mats really by a 15 year old purple belt who's been training for 10 years straight he's uh professor Daniels, danielson pimenta's son arthur and he just grew up training um, but it was so so gentle. It was like soft, gentle lightning. If if that makes sense. Yep. I um, know I'm gonna die, but I, I wasn't scared. Of course. But man, did that did that guy have a grip? He's young. He's 15, and he's world class competitor. Really? Oh uh, yeah. And um, well, I mean, his dad is a is an amazing competitor too, um, and he's. Uh, gosh, maybe five, somewhere between five eight, and five nine, um, and of course Arthur's smaller, and he took me down with smoothness, and then stayed on top the whole time, and I was, it was it was amazing. And then uh, the other black belts who were there from Evolution, they said, "Oh, don't worry, he does that to everybody." I said, "I wasn't worried at all. I mean, I'm, I'm almost fifty. I'm not." I'm not ro- rolling this because I'm I'm going to be some world champion, um, and it didn't make me feel like oh man I'm I'm illegitimate in in what I do or my rank, but man it it was it was invigorating in a way because I I thought wow man for a second there if I had started sooner if I had been able to stay consistent well that didn't happen I was twice his age when I started
1: yeah mind blowing did you start at thirty yeah. It's crazy. You, so you've been doing jiu-jitsu for like 20 years now. Though. Almost. Almost.
0: I, had, I, I had a year. So start, I started in uh, 2004. My older two kids started. And then baby mama and I started uh, shortly thereafter. And I stayed with it longer. Uh, and then after the first year, right about the first year, um, we found out she was pregnant. And uh, we found out before that. Um, and then about the, about a year into training, she was like, Hey, you know, we're mo- we're moving. So it's going to be hard to keep that up. So I was, took a seven year hiatus.
1: Okay. So you, was rough. so you really started back closer to 40 then,
0: um, started. Yeah, that's, that's correct. About 37 is when I, when I got in and stayed consistent. So for the last 12 years, that's, but okay. I've had injuries, illnesses, technically was clinically dead. For a little over a minute what? and a half. Yeah, 2000, uh, early 2000, Dave Parkinson made me go to the ER. In early
1: 2000?
0: January 2000, he made me go to the ER. Like
1: 23 years ago?
0: No. Oh, sorry, 2020, my bad. 2020, 2000, what am I saying? 2020. Oh. Numbers. Okay. I'm a Marine. I didn't have crayons, today, so <laughs> a, little, little <laughs> off on, a little off on math. But um, 2020, uh, we were in church together, and- my heart rate spiked, and they had them come in. Ironically, which coincidentally, a weird weird coincidence, we were dressed identically. And it happens every once in a while with us. We'll show up somewhere, and we're dressed exactly the same. Same color scheme, or it'll be like flipped. But that day, it was the same exact color scheme, outfit type of... You
1: yeah, had the same weird. dress on and everything? Mm, yeah,
0: it was same gray slacks, but it was a dress. And, uh, and then same black high top. Shoes. Um,
1: (laughs) They're pushing Dave down on the ground. (laughs) Sure, it
0: was like a, it was like a, it was was like like are you guys in a uniform?
1: No, we're not. Just
0: same uh, black polo. Like to tell you about
1: Jehovah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was a black black hat and everything. It was so weird. And then he's like, "Dude, your heart rates. I knew it was up there, but it was stuck between 175 and 225 for an hour and a half."
1: Ooh, shit! Did they have to do that thing where they like? Reinject you to like stop your heart yeah. and get...
0: they slammed it into the IV it was the adenosine
1: yeah my and, mom had to have that twice serious
0: uh, it only took the one time they almost gave me a second
1: well, round two separate times like months apart
0: oh yeah that that's not fun so she'll tell you like your heart stops and you're, yeah. it's quiet inside and they keep telling you to breathe deeply and I'm breathing deeply and I'm, I'm like man this is trippy and the doctor looked like he could be Dave Grohl's brother so I'm like man this is
1: weird so he was screaming in your face? No, he was super
0: <laughs> chill. The chillest ER doctor I've ever met.
1: He was the reggae brother.
0: He was just calming. Just walked in the room. He's like, Yeah, well, yeah, seems like there's something wrong with your heart. All matter of fact about it. And so when somebody explained, they explained it to me later, like, Yeah, technically, like you're clinically dead there. It's a good thing your heart started because then they explained, you know, if it doesn't work. They do it again. If it doesn't work. out, They do it one more time, and then they hit you with the paddles. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's that. I've been shocked by electricity before. I did. I don't want paddles of it on my chest. Thanks.
1: What caught what? What bled to your heart? Uh,
0: dehydration, stress. Um, a lot of stress. and Dehydration okay. is what they're they're thinking, and some nutrients being off. I mean, it's it's chemical imbalances. Um, gosh. Who the heck Somebody said that today earlier um, Tom Tom Gallagher Okay said that. He said it's chemical imbalances His wife has a similar Heart thing um, And then uh, Two weeks ago I was in the ER For that Because it cranked up Just two weeks ago Mm-hmm Shit Yeah um, I should have gone right Right after training I should have driven myself there But then I took Jordan Home And then uh, Went home And I'm like I'll be okay And nothing—the usual things to help bring it back down weren't working. And after 12 hours straight of being awake, uh, like, well, I didn't sleep that night. 12 hours straight of it being up and down, up and down, because it would like crank up to like, and then like 158, 159, and then drop down to like 40 something, and then just rev back up and hang out, hang out way high, and then drop on me. Fuck. I was, yeah, it was, it was annoying. Um, But a lot of that—it's, it's a combination of stress and, and the fatigue. Then they go hand in hand with each other I'm stressed because I'm fatigued So I'm working on that And uh, yeah, dude,
1: get dude. some
0: blood work done on I'll have some blood work done on Tuesday And that's um, checking my testosterone levels Because uh, September Yeah September-ish I, got, I started on the TRT uh, It's been It's I, I notice a difference now I feel better um, I'm not as achy like my joints and my back, um, I feel better. I just need to get once I get the sleep thing down, it's really gonna pay off.
1: Do you feel like you've gotten stronger
0: from doing it? I don't think that. uh you mean like like wow like um, no like like, like the, you see the UFC guys who are on no like it, and they... it could be that. Do you want another one of these? Of course I do. They're delicious. Oh. Thank you. I should finish it. Mm-mm. That's why I brought it. I'm glad you like it. Thank you. It's refreshing too. It's not it's not too heavy. And I don't like a, a light beer. I like a... like you like you were saying, ales to
1: I don't like IPAs. No, they're I, I some I think I have like a wheat allergy or something because uh, just because uh, I'll have this or like a, like a IPA or a like one of the wheat beers, like instantly my face puffs. Like my not my face, but like the inside of my face, like my sinuses. And I feel
0: like you're puffing up now. No, yeah, no. I think it, when stuff's something. not
1: mass mass produced, I don't get the I don't get the same reaction. But like I got Dosakis in here, and like I have I have. A half of one, and my whole all my sinuses are like it's
0: their sourcing,
1: yeah. It's probably loaded with all kinds well, of glyphosate, like yeah, all it, that shit
0: because they're not looking at what that's going to do when you start cooking it.
1: No, they don't care, Ugh. yeah. I mean, it's like it is what it is. That's that I think that's just what happens when these companies get to that size is like they just go through that pattern of like, fuck it, we got to put out a million. How I'm making this up like a million X amount of cans, a million cans. We need as much stuff as we can get in order to do it. Like secure it. And they're yeah. like, all right, we don't care how it's done, just get us this stuff. And then these farmers are like, well, we throw all this shit on it. Just but we got a way bigger yield, so here you guys go. And we could do it for cheaper. Yeah. So
0: I don't and it's know. they want the, they want everything sped up too. Yeah. To get it done. Yeah. It's just crazy. Which is going back to the to the heart thing. I mean, it's not always the best thing. And I've learned recently just diving back into my faith more. Um, and it's weird because I, I every time I think I'm all right, I'm right where I need to be. It's just, just I gotta dive deeper. And same thing with jujitsu and making those good connections with people, which I love about the grounds culture. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. Coach Frye's just always poured into that man. It just makes it righteous.
1: Yeah, so dude, it's a cool fucking place. That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, dude, and that's we-
0: helped too having having a the team there, having the staff team, and having everybody else actually care because um, they're yeah. like, "Yo, you okay?" And I'm like, "I will be." Then I slap my watch on, look at my heart rate, and I'm like, "Just give me a minute to breathe." And then I'm like right back at it, and they're they're like, "You sure?" I'm like, "Dude, I gotta go through it." And then once once I get the, the fatigue thing down and I figure out and I've been adjusting the nutrients and looking into the um, the nootropic side of things uh-huh. the mushroom side of things um, there's a guy named Sean Ryan he's a former Navy SEAL Okay. does a podcast called Vigilance Elite or the Sean Ryan show but he's got Vigilance Elite is the, the company he started and he starts the show with hey I'm now partnered with Layered Superfood, Laird Hamilton.
1: I got some of the the coffee creamer. So good, so good. All the different mushrooms and stuff. Yeah, I
0: just I just got some and just had my first cup this morning. My heart was fine. Yeah, and I talked to Gallagher, Tom Gallagher. He was like, "Dude, I don't think it's caffeine related. It's definitely stress and fatigue related. That'll do it." And same thing, Parkinson's thinking the same thing. I cut out caffeine for a little over two weeks, and then until today. I mean, I had like a sip, like a small cup going to church two weeks ago but then i haven't had any and then
1: it's actually nice to do that little bit of detox it's weird it it messes you up for about two weeks because you you realize how dependent on caffeine that you are and you know what's crazy about cutting it out is like you actually almost need to take a nap like your body's like Nah, dude. Like, you're going to sleep right now, and if you don't have the ability to take a nap, you just gotta like, you're like sleepwalking through that hour period of the. Day. Did you ever? do that dip.
0: It? Not yeah. this time. I've I've cut caffeine a couple times just to just to see, just because I didn't want to be dependent on it. Like we we're talking, uh-huh. like you just said, and there have been times where I've I've looked at the sourcing of the coffee that I was using, and thought. There's something to this mycotoxin thing.
1: I've heard about this, mycotoxin. and I
0: switched over to different brands, and I went, "Oh wow, I feel different." Um, and then there've been times where I was consuming a pot or two a day because I just my life needed it. And my I can't do that right now.
1: Well, and you also don't realize when you get up to that level, like, oh shit, I've had like three cups of coffee today. Like this is yes. this isn't good, dude. And so many people drink the. Celsius and bang and like they'll drink multiple a day like monsters I used and stuff. The rock stars were my favorite. The rock stars. I, I would do
0: the a stars. pot to a pot and a half a coffee plus one to four rock stars just to get through because I worked three jobs at one point after my first divorce. Yep. Um, they're going through that first divorce. Um, I just I mean I had to, and I would get about. I could get thirty to forty-five minutes of sleep a day for three <laughs> days straight, just because of my schedule. Yeah, and then at that point, I was I was cooked.
1: You, dude, you get cooked. Yeah, you get your and it's you get fried, and then like you're saying with the lack of sleep and everything, like, shit just does not fire Mm-mm. correctly. Like I'll get that, I'll get that sometimes if I'm not sleeping. I'm not. You know what I've been doing lately is drinking water and then adding this electrolyte stuff. I'll actually, which one? It's something called buoy. And oh, so,
0: I gotta check that out because I've been using the Liquid IV and Redmond Real Salt. I okay. dump a ton of salt in there.
1: So, part of it, it's uh, this one is just like electrolytes. So, hmm. it has none of the other stuff in it, like the sweetener and things like that, no sugar, or anything. Gotcha. It does taste like when you put it in your water, it tastes like you're drinking like seawater. So, it I does, enjoy that. It doesn't taste good. I like I, that the way I do it. It comes in you know, you know those like mio squeeze pat. Really, it's like that. It's like that. So you squeeze a little bit in, and then I I just put like a cup, basically like this much, you know, just like a regular small cup of water, and squeeze some of that in, and I just I'll just chug it. That's how I drink water usually. Is I just like chug like little <laughs> chunks of water at a time. But doing that helped at jujitsu because. I think I got like a little more um for my brain to pull from. Cuz what I know is too. It's like being tired, yes, good food, all that stuff, but man, if my brain is not like if I don't have a clarity in my brain when I go to roll, I get my fucking ass kicked, dude. By what do you being, mean by by
0: that? Can you explain, it? like, by the clarity in your mind? You know when,
1: you know when you're just when you're thinking and you, uh, you are thinking. Hates it. Like you're thinking clearly. Like you're putting things together. Like you're you are kind of in touch mentally. You're in touch with your body, and it's not Sorry, in like a, a painful. Right uh, what did you get? Oh, like a right hip cramp.
0: Oh, like a glute hip cramp. There we go. <sighs> I'll just put that other leg back up. I try to switch legs. Sorry about that.
1: No. I get I get what you mean. But when I don't have that clarity, I do get my ass kicked. Like I it was probably probably a month ago, and I ended up getting super not super injured, but like I my rib is still not the same. Remember that night when I, I was remember like, I was like, like I looked like I was dying. Yeah. So I, was, I won't say who was because he fucked me up. But like it was I was just. Out. I wasn't gonna ask. Uh, yeah, I, I was just at. It, it, it was fine. It was it, was, it wasn't his mean. fault. It I was know. it was like I'm just like, uh. so, in like within like 30 seconds, I just get taken down, smashed on my rib. My rib still hurts every time I like cough or sneeze. Just this one floating... yeah, oh. still after like a month. So there's probably something fucked up in there. But
0: it took me like we'll f- roll
1: with it, we'll
0: five six months when i had a rib kind of cracked
1: yeah, yeah. we'll see right, it's it's overall fine and then like 10 seconds later i got my face slammed into the ground and my eyelid actually got mat burned and then something else happened so but i but it was just like one of those days where i was wiped out and then my brain wasn't talking to my body and i just got fucked up <laughs> like and jeez and i kind it was one of those things where i was like yeah i not like, oh, you deserve it, but it was just like, yeah, man, you did all of the wrong things that set you up to not be in touch with your brain and your body, like, and then you go into a 301 class, all blue belts that are just fucking on their way to purple, like, th- there's not an easy role in that class, and so... No, there isn't. Just like, there isn't. <laughs> all right, after 101, getting smashed by some pretty freaking strong people, and then... Uh, 301, it was just like, (laughs) getting my ass dragged all over the place. And that was, that's rough. And that was when I was like, dude, no, I'm drinking as much water as I need to. I'm doing this electrolyte stuff like that. That was the big change for me. I'll give you some. I, I have like a little bit left of one of the pouches. So oh, I'll no give, way. I'll Thanks. I'll give you the... Appreciate that. Just remind me. Of course. So I'm going, and that's... I will forget. for sure. So remind no me. No worries.
0: That's where... Uh, back to the... Getting the blood work done. Uh, Sabrina. She's an autonomous nurse practitioner. She's my primary care provider. Uh, Nusana? Uh, Nusana, yeah. Nice. Yep. Um, she and her husband, Albert, are fantastic. They're genuine... Yeah, wonderful people, and they, uh, they've they've changed my life for sure. Really? Oh my goodness, yes, I'm I'm so much healthier. I would, I w- with the schedule that I'm working, I would have ended up in the hospital for days. I'm sure had they not, especially Sabrina being on top of everything with my health uh, and the supplementation. Um, I was low sodium. I was so f- so far down on the end. She's like, you need to add some more. Every meal. And I said, well, I just started adding it to my water. She goes, keep that up. She goes, if you don't, you're going to be in trouble. I don't know how you're not cramping. I'm like, wow. Like, that's, that's crazy. Um, and then the last time, when I was in the hospital, um, two weeks ago, they checked everything. And I'm looking, at my sodium was still on the low end. My like, golly. Like, this is crazy. And I, I, salt do I dump eat. I dump salt in my my water. Really? From that Redmond's real salt. Okay. And that stuff, it's different. It's not table salt. It's not. It's unrefined. It's ancient sea salt from this big salt deposit out in Utah. It's incredible. It doesn't taste this. It tastes different, man.
1: There's We got this salt that's like a fancy cooking salt. My wife gets so mad when I use it on other stuff. But now what I do is I just go in and like take a pinch of that. Put it right on my tongue and then
0: Oh yeah, you can dump you can dump the Redmond right in your mouth. Yeah. And it's not going to be like oh, that burns like salt. In fact,
1: um it's not iodized or any of that shit. It's probably No, similar. it's just it's like 100% big, it's just big flaky.
0: No, it's it's just pink and white and it's got little mineral dark mineral pieces in it. And it's How big are the pieces? It's just like ground fine.
1: Oh, super fine. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: I mean not like not like powdery fine. I have some in my car. When, okay. when I go to leave, I'll get you some. Um, like give me some or, of that salt. Yeah, in you your pour car. it in your hand. Give a little just, of that salt. Pour it in your hand and put it on your tongue. You just <laughs> you'd be a convert. And it's not as expensive as some of that that gourmet salt.
1: Yeah, that's what this. That's what this is. And I'm just and it's probably from stealing
0: like Italy or soap. Nepal or something. Yeah. And you don't know what they're doing with this. Is from Utah. It's American owned, American made. It's literally from America, like the actual ground of America.
1: That's <laughs> cool. what it is. We had, this is so expensive because we had a very short person climb up a mountain and then bring back a chunk in a backpack and then they slowly chiseled it down. Yep. And he got, he
0: got $3 a year (laughs) for that. But it was the
1: process that we're charging
0: you for. Yes. And the
1: tools. That's right. They're his
0: own tools, but we're still charging you for them. (laughs) (laughs) And the packaging. And then my yacht.
1: I have to fuel my yacht. That's right. Because I came up with the idea of, of putting this guy to work. That's right. And so, if they've got that yacht, they got to call me so I can do maintenance tracking for that yacht.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
0: Do you know Josh Giordano? Joshua Gi- Giordano who trains with us. Probably. Tall guys, wipeout. Um, Josh. Uh, he does insurance stuff for yachts. Like big. Dude, dude scary. Dude, I'm there with big. names,
1: but if I've. Then, then I'll link you.
0: I'll link you guys up next time, just so you guys can chat about things he has going on. Because you never know, that might be a connection for both of you. Because you're in that, you're in the same world. I mean, maybe not the same boat. I had
1: to, I had to. I'm actually surprised at the lack of dad jokes that we've been telling on this. So, oh my
0: goodness, we haven't done any. I'm trying to think of some that are clean. We
1: don't need clean. Okay. It's, it's up to you. The, well, the level of cleanliness is <laughs> determined by you. Dude. It's up to you.
0: Oh gosh, because all the, all of them, I'm trying to trying to think of the ones that
1: you don't have to force
0: a lit. Oh no, there's a they're they're in my head, and I and I'm trying to sift through to get the cleaner
1: let, ones. Let them. They'll they'll come as they, they'll come as they come. Yes, they well. will. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's no really doubt about how, that. That's usually
0: how it goes.
1: Yeah, damn boy. <laughs> they gonna come when they gonna come. What are you gonna do? Can't force it. Uh, nah, nah, nah only way you make it. <laughs> but guy likes to see Helmo's naked. I guess. <laughs> That's such a good movie. Nah, too. nah,
0: nah. nah. <laughs> such a good movie.
1: I like yeah. Joe Dirt's fucking great. It's crazy. it's the lotion on his skin. <laughs> It puts wow. the lotion in the basket.
0: <laughs> wow! Oh. Uh, and uh, uh, man, there was a, there was a link in the conversation to what you were talking about about the military stuff, um, and I'm trying to think of what that was because that was significant to loop it back.
1: Military but what story.
0: were you? What were your? You said you would like to.
1: When were you in the military?
0: Ninety six. So part B. Had a little air there. I had to let out top end um, <laughs> for the listeners.
1: For the listeners, Happy just got off uh, all hands and knees and farted <laughs> into the microphone.
0: <laughs> if that had happened, they would have known. Um, well, that happens though when you're when I've, as I've gotten older and we're uh, grappling with somebody and they get that that good top pressure and I'm like, hey, you did it. It's your fault. That's. You yeah. put your knee there.
1: Hiding gas while you're rolling is a pretty it's a pretty tough one. I think it's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to really let it strong. out. You got to let yeah. it ease out slow.
0: Yeah, or you just let it go because you know it's just air and they tried to crush you. And it's not like you're trying to do that. It's like, hey, man, you got on top of me and tried to... Push my guts into the mat.
1: Well, that makes sense when you're rolling, because then it's almost like a skunk, like it's like a defense mechanism. It's like I didn't you, think about that you part. Earned, you earn this, but you know when you're just doing the drills and stuff, then it's like rude. You well, know, I don't
0: cause... know if it's it's natural, and especially as we're older, I think that I think that older grapplers should be given some some get, leeway with that. You get some leeway, thanks. Sure, I appreciate that. For sure, I'll give you leeway. I've got a lot of white hair and some age on me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, once you hit, once you get a, once you get to brown belt and above, I think you can. That's what the brown actually signifies. It's the ability to fart on the mat without. Wow,
0: it. that's got to be somewhere in uh, some kind of like martial arts book somewhere.
1: It's in the. It's actually in the IBJJF uh, rules. Wow. Qualifications: two years, two years, two years. Now you can fart. Two years, two years. So brown belts, oh. you can fart. Black belts, you can actually shit on them. <laughs> Thank goodness.
0: <laughs> I guess that depends. I mean, you should be wearing Depends or something. <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: There's the There it is.
0: What happened? I don't know. But it, well, um, he's got a black belt on, so it's fine.
1: It's he can do whatever. <laughs> yeah, this guy shit his pants and then he tried to triangle me. That's fucking <laughs> rude. Dude.
0: He's got the black belt. It's fine. <laughs> it's stinky. It's fine. Um,
1: <laughs> that's where Stinkfoot came from. <laughs> no,
0: that's not it at all. Kicking it's because he used ass. to break people's feet. Oh, dude, I bet.
1: Dude, when he comes to town and like you get to, he's get to so roll with him, he's cool. cool as shit.
0: Have you rolled with him? Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
1: I feel like a child. You know who else I felt like a child with when Robbie came to town and I got to roll with him? I think that was the most times I've ever been submitted in a five-minute period. It was just like, all right, clap hands. Oh, fucking tap. Okay, all right, let's reset here. Okay, clap hands. Oh, oh, got something. Whoop, oh, nope. All right, tap. All right, here we go. I it's think crazy. I, I'm not kidding. I'm I'm not like over exaggerating. I I tapped over ten times in a five minute period of just like oh well, oh, there we go.
0: And it's so smooth. And for and it's such
1: smooth a smooth as fuck,
0: such a beefy guy. He's not like a skinny stick he's he's got like big muscular arms and legs and he's just so smooth
1: yep yep
0: another one who's smooth is bmac it's
1: scary I haven't gone to any of the seminars man I haven't, oh haven't good been in town and
0: oh my goodness the last time we got to roll with a bunch of his guys who had driven up driven down I almost set up driven down from Bama and uh it they were just so much fun to roll with yeah because they're they weren't trying to kill you um and they they played jiu-jitsu with us it's so much fun when you're with high level people like that who dude they're just they're wrecking people just technique but they're just it, playing though. playing you can they're letting you work a little bit and then they're playing around and you're just having a good time
1: that's that shit's fun that's why i uh, i'm i'm glad i, I like ro- I like rolling against blue belts because everybody's kinda of trying to kill each other, so it does remind you when you're being a little bitch and to, to get past even purple belts too. They've got something to kinda of prove against a blue belt. Once I start rolling with like brown belts, black belts, things like that, it's uh it's very much more like smooth and you can play around because yeah. they're not like generally speaking, like brown belts and black belts are not trying to Beat you. It's more of like they're playing the game, and like they're just paying attention to what's happening now, and like just like all right, well, I'll do this move because this is happening. I'll do this move. It's like not about me. They're they're not like worried about me or doing things in anticipation of me. It's like they're doing things in the game. I you, like that. You know what That's I mean? That's how
0: I try to play it. Yeah. except there's some, there are some people who will go for it as if it's it's a little, there's like money on the line or this is a competition. And I tr- I do my best to be patient with that. But first, before that, I try, I try not to roll with people like that. Yep. Because I don't, I don't have anything to prove. Yep. And uh, I have a blast when Coach Fry says, hey, roll with me. I'm like, oh, good, thank you. Because... I know that he could just destroy me quickly, quickly, quickly. Yep. Painfully, but he'll push me and make me feel like, dude, I, I think I just re- I accidentally hit the factory reset and I started over in jujitsu. And, and, and sometimes I'm like, this is so uncomfortable, but I'm loving it. Cause it's a different kind of uncomfortable where, you know, he's not, Being aggressive, he's not being mean. He's playing. Yeah, but it's fun because I'm like stuck. But it's not so. He's not trying to kill me, and you can feel the difference. And then some guys are trying to, just trying to to go too hard. And I'm like, bro, look, I don't want to do that because I mean, if we both do that, one of us is going to get hurt. Might be me because I'm older and I got some broken parts already, and I'm still recovering from some things like. Trying to, you don't have to do that. If yeah. You beat me, so what? We're in here to get better. Yeah. And I don't, I love when when it's a great role and I'm getting tapped because I'm going, oh, wow, that's cool. I got to watch out for that. And then days like today, learned every role. First two, woo-hoo. my first one was a very warmed up. Arthur Pimenta, that fifteen-year-old blue belt, who's the phenom? (laughs) Sorry, for purple belt is for who's phenom. He's, dude. It's something. It's an. It's a different, different game, but he was not trying to kill me. Yeah. Neither of us were worried and nervous. Him because he knew he was just going to destroy me. Alright, and I learned, okay, well, there's certain things... Oh, wow, I made that mistake there. Oh, there's that. And then I roll with um, another black belt named BJ. Super cool dude. Love that guy. I mean, he's he's been wrestling... He started wrestling, I think, at six years old, he said. And he's 42. And he's been grappling his whole life. And he's just... Insane. St- oh, dude, he's jacked strong, too. But he's such a nice guy. And we were working on some. and I'm like, Oh, my gosh, this is... what? What is this? And... He goes, Hey, I'm going to give you some, some insight into what I'm doing. And he told me, and I, and I, it made sense, but it blew my mind because I, I hadn't been able to figure out why I was stuck in a certain way. Coach Fry does these things kind of, t- the same kind of things to me where I'm like, what is that? How come I, he's like, here, this is what I'm doing. You're not aware of this. You're cause this is what you do to beat it. He said, but I'm not going to let you do that. Cause I already know it better. And my timing's better. And I'm like that's awesome Yeah, it makes me feel like oh dude this is a never anything that's exciting for me instead of oh we'll never get it Yeah, I'm constantly improving but so is everybody else yes which makes me a better me which makes me a better man and eventually um, when I get time with my now adult children it's making me a better dad um, okay. even with the distance it's making me a better person out on the street just to I mean, my nickname's Happy. I I do my best to approach those crazy situations that we all run into in life with a better attitude each time, with a better focus, a a better goal each time to make it the best interaction for those people. And the harder that life has gotten in certain situations, in certain certain aspects of my life, in this season, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like I'm kind of, if you imagine you're in a fire, in a valley, and you, you're kind of in a safe spot, but it hurts, it's hot, and you're getting burned, but it's not killing you, You just but if you sit still in it, it you're going to die. Yep. So you got to keep walking and you're going to die of smoke, inhalation and burns. So you just keep going. But you know, you can't run through it and there's time. And you got to wait for some of the stuff to burn out. Some of the stuff you, you know, you kind of made a turn and you put yourself in a situation where you got to, okay, I got to suffer a little bit to get through this. And you know that, oh yeah, I, I feel like this is the right trail because you've, you've been through some trails in life, but it's going to take some time. Yeah. A couple more years. jiu-jitsu comes in, I'm like, dude, I've been doing this so long, which we talked about earlier. I I can't put m- someone else's timeline on me because I'm gonna go back to what we were talking about, I'm getting so frustrated about, like, oh, I need to make it happen right now. Yeah, I need to be this much better right now. Well.
1: Think about that shit all the time, right?
0: I'm on my own path, and that's in life too. And that's been the hardest thing recently. Back to what you said about being being a little bit depressed, yeah. And it's not like I'm overwhelmed with this sense of dread and and depression. That's not the spiral. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like um, again, like I said, it's a season and uh, and it's moments in a day or like portions of a day where you're tired and you're frustrated and and without the connections that we make through jiu-jitsu and the encouragement i get i, I it'd be a lot harder for sure and the the flashback to when you asked about how long I was in the in the Marine Corps, it made me think about that. And man, I thought some days were like, man, this is hard. This is depressing. And it's like, I don't know, it's 13 weeks. So what? Uh, that's nothing. And then when you break it down in those chunks, um, Mike Langan said something about. His experience in the military uh, when he was going through ranger school, he said he just knew if he made it to Sunday, he'd be okay. Just make it to Sunday. Make it to Sunday. He said, you just work on each day, make it to Sunday. And the next thing you know, dude, he's 60 something and he's still training after all he's been through. I mean, yeah, it gives you a better perspective. Dude, yeah. Let me. I'm gonna take
1: a piss. Hold
0: on. Oh, have fun. I I won't. I'm I'm not gonna help you with that. I'm not gonna hold it for you. But thank you. If I need to, I imagine you have a restroom, dude. This beat. I needed to do that. Thank you. Uh, It's human. It's human thing. We all do.
1: It was, and you know, like with all this talk about support and like people we meet at jujitsu, I felt really fucking lonely in there, going pissed by myself. Oh, I I thought you were trying. Left me. All
0: you had to do was say, "Hey, man, bring that grip." <laughs> uh, I, could, I could have held your your belt, while and I could help
1: with the zipper. Um, fuck, I gotta just. Be, I've been working on my communication skills, dude. That's yeah, what I've
0: been. All you had to do was just look at me and give me that look. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> you just had to stare at me in the eyes for like thirty seconds before you. Went. I don't
0: even know if it's really that long. Was it with thirty seconds? Is what you needed? I'm okay with making eye contact. I've been uncomfortable in my life.
1: Yeah, I feel like the military definitely. Oh my
0: god, that's exactly what my brain. I just had a flashback to where you had to. I mean, you're just staring, and then they would yell at you for making eye contact too long. And then, but then if you broke eye contact, they're like, "Supposed to go go to." I'm like, "Oh my goodness, would you?" But so, um, went in October of. 1996. I had attempted the year before, but I needed a bunch of waivers. I needed a psych waiver, a medical waiver, a drug waiver. It was just marijuana, folks, <laughs> and a little hashish. It's which is, you know, just it's 96. Dude. Yeah, it was <laughs> that stuff was before 96. And then, um, it you know, the the psych waiver because they made me go to see a psychologist. When my my mom and my stepdad divorced, so they're like, "Have you ever seen a psychologist?" or whatever psychologist. The ologist or the a tryst, I don't know which one it was. I can't remember. But I had to sit there with this dude, and he's like, come on outside. I'm a chain smoker, so I, I can't sit in this, this this nice office anymore. I need to sit outside. So he would sit downwind of me and just, like, rip cigarettes. He's like, you comfortable talking out here? I'm like, yeah, it's better than sitting there. The couch, I said the couch was comfortable, though. That was 90% of it. It was in high school. They're like, it was my senior year in high school, I think. They made me drive. There. Really? Yeah, I mean it was all right. My my mom stepped that split. Whatever. Yeah, but they they ordered me It was part of their divorce thing. I had to my younger brother and I had to go to counseling, and then the one they had us go into the one, uh, this one lady. I hadn't thought about this in years. Weird how this came up. And the, I just was uncomfortable with the lady. I was like, this is, I don't like this. So they switched me to another lady, and it was. They were like, uh, like opposite hour away from each other, which was, and we yep. kind of lived in the middle. And I, I felt so bad because at first, um, yeah, my, my mom's driving me. Oh my goodness, this is terrible. Because they were trying to do like a counseling thing before they divorced. And then they made me go to the other one. So that was part of that. But boot camp, just getting yelled at and freaked out. I'm like, man. I knew this was going to happen, but when you're in it, it's like, this is really intense. Is it? And all my, my thoughts of, man, I'm going to just, I'm going to do this in the military. I'm going to do that. I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to survive. <laughs> I want to make a career of it. though. The whole time, um, they, and they got me broken down pretty good a couple times, twice in the 13 weeks where I was like, you know what? I don't know about this. Really? It was like two days, two of the, two days out of 13 weeks. Yeah. Where I was just so overwhelmed with just the, they would yell at you to do one thing and then yell at you for doing it. And then yeah. they would peck you with their, that, that drill instructor hat. They, it's like their smoky bear cover. Okay. They would peck you with it because they couldn't put back then at that point, um, they had changed the rules so they couldn't put their hands on you and shake you up and rough you up. Okay. Cause some drill instructor taken it too far and like put a kid in a hurt locker
1: yeah. For real.
0: Um, so they would look around and they would get in your face where they would I'd put do
1: their, this like peck.
0: They would. Oh my gosh. Right in the. Look at this. I mean, you know, my nose is big, but they would pack the bridge of it. Oh, it was just whack, whack. But it was, it was kind of cool. Cause I'm like, okay, that hurts, but okay. Maybe this is just, some, I'm not used to this. I just gotta, I don't understand what this guy's saying. Cause he's like, you you not and that's half of it. Just accepting. That you don't understand. what they're, they're yelling at you, and I'm like, "Why?" I hear my name, recruit Lambeth. What do you, I'm like, "I don't know what you want, but sir, I sir." And then they're having you, you know, you're you're so and so, recruit whatever, whatever, and your your squad, your son, your third squad leader. What, what? I'm like, "Sir, I sir." You keep saying that, but what? Do, and they say something clear, and I'm like, "Okay," waiting for the instruction that made sense. And they would just bark. And they're like, what the? Okay. And then you hear, all right, get up here and push. Okay, cool. I can get that. And then, next thing you know, the thing's done. You're on to the next school phase. And then the next school phase. And then Okinawa, Japan, in the summer of 1997. And it was like landing in a weird movie. are on the opposite side of the the road, on the left side. And it looked like some of those old war movies you see. Really? Yeah, it was trippy, dude. Like that. Remember, I because th- I'm pretty sure that the... the Yeah, so I'd studied Okinawa karate for a few years before I joined the Marine Corps. And, you know, after looking at it and watching The Karate Kid, remember the one where he, he went to Okinawa? Okay. And then you get there and you're like, what? Some of it looked like that, but and then you know the other parts weren't filmed in Okinawa, Japan. But then you're you're there, and it's just so surreal because you're like, oh, I'm here. And I'm like, wait, I'm in another country. I'm living here. I'm here for at least a year, but I'm in the military. What is it gonna happen? And it was just exciting and a little uh, surreal. It's yeah, it's best way to put it. And I had made some some good friends when I was at military police school. One in particular a guy named Robbie Pennington. Um, and we're still real tight. And I got to go visit him out in Texas. He's like a little north of Houston, Magnolia. And uh, they have a Carlson Gracie okay. Academy there in Magnolia. So when I finally get out there, I'm going to roll there. And the guys there are really cool. They're all pro-military. Um, several, of, several of them are vets. And they have like... Um, like a veteran's train for free. Oh, that's cool out there. And, but I keep trying to get Robbie to do it, but, um, uh, he works for, I don't know, some, one of the, one of the government agencies, like, like some kind of law enforcement thing. He was a military policeman in the, in the Marines and he retired what I wanted to do, but maybe mama wanted to go back to Delaware and, um, I wanted her to be happy. And, uh, Are you from Delaware? Yep. Well, that's where I grew up. I was born in Virginia. Okay. And then grew up in Delaware because my mom married my stepdad. Um, Man, that guy's awesome. Love that guy. Um, He's—I mean—I call him Dad. He's the guy who raised me. Um, He's—he's phenomenal, man. Yeah. Um, When I was younger, we butted heads. Um, He all of a sudden learned. I mean, just had to be a dad instantly because you know he—my mom was pregnant with you know. My younger half brother there. I mean, I say that. He's my brother, but I mean, just explaining.
1: Yep. Because I have, I got, it's a whole, not exactly that, but somewhat similar. So,
0: yeah, you I get, get it. it. You get it. Yeah, some my younger brother. In the,
1: ex- in the deep explanation, it's that. And then in the day to day, it's just your brother.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, this, because we're, so there's like Jimmy and Scotty are from um, my biological dad and their mom, and Siri's trying to jump in. They're always trying to jump in hello Like, and I didn't even say are you
1: asking for fertility rituals exactly I'm like
0: stop it just leave it alone here's what I found yeah
1: uh, I found that
0: you're not only the youngest you're also the middle and the oldest brother which I am it's weird so I'm the the youngest of my dad's kids I'm the middle of all of us and then I'm the oldest of my moms. <laughs> so it's like I'm the worst of it all. Like the, the real black sheep.
1: Yeah. For real. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, I, I get it. Like, uh, the same thing. Yeah, we have a whole complicated family. Freaking.
0: How many siblings do you have?
1: Uh, three. So you got a brother and then two sisters. So half-brother, adopt, then sisters were adopted, but he's been my brother since I was born, so he's my brother, and then sister. So it's like, it's just the uh, all that kind of shit. You know what I, I realized, like fa- Family stuff is so strange. Like, it's not nearly as straightforward as... Almost nobody's life is as straightforward as it seems. No. And not at all and the more you know you know what I kind of realize like the more I go through a lot of times uh, you, you know you can worry about what people will think of you or like what they'll think about the way you're living your life but at the same time if you're as long as you're not like doing fucked up things like um there's not really like a right way to do it and also if you look out there, there's so many different ways that you can actually live life. Like, there's not a... It's... It's so... It's so varied. Like, you can live life and literally do nothing. Like, you can sit and do nothing and you could sit in your house and not leave. Or you can go do, like, the most stuff and you can be like Elon Musk and fucking do all this stuff. Or... Like most people, you find yourself somewhere in the middle of that. But it's, uh, I think it's initially a scary thought, but it's also can be freeing, too, when you realize you can kind of live whatever life you want, but also you do have a limited amount of time to do it.
0: But you don't know what
1: that amount of time is. No, but you know it's limited. Mm Mm-hmm. But Also, you don't until you do know. So, Ooh, so okay, so when I, I like that, when I but until I had La- like my daughter Lana, I yes, logically, I knew I would die. Of course, you know, because just by sheer numbers, and you look like well, everybody dies, of course, but like probably not me. Like, <laughs> you know, like when you're younger, you don't really think about it, you can't really process it. And then I had her and one day I think we were just hanging out or maybe it was giving her a bath or something but she was doing something that made me realize like okay she's at this stage I was at this stage at one point and then also my parents were at this stage at one point and my parents parents were at this stage one point like of not really like she was really small but old enough where she was a little autonomous, maybe like three to six months, you know, where like they become a, like it's the first time they're becoming a person, you know, like I sure getting, do know that they get out of that blob phase and yep. they get into like the oh, she's fucking looking at me like when I walk across the room, she's tracking me with her eyes like that zone. And that actually put it into perspective of like, oh, shit, like this runs out. You know, like we only get so much time like and I was that age and didn't know anything and like all of this stuff. And now I'm here and I'm going to keep moving. Eventually, I'm going to keep moving to the point where I don't like I'm dead and I don't exist anymore. And that was a very that was a moment where it was like, all right, what is actually important? Like what, what should I be doing? Not, and not like, uh, here's what you should be doing. And just, uh, how do I actually want to live my life and not doing it in a completely selfish way of like, well, you know, I just want to make music and do podcasts. So I don't give a fuck about anybody. Like that's not, that's not the answer, but it's more like, Hey, how do I actually set this thing up so I can live the life that I want to? So by the time I'm 50 or 60 or 70, like I'm in a spot that I I want to be. And that was a big eye opener,
0: you know. It makes sense cuz okay. I'm about to turn 50. Yeah. And I'm not where I want to be and not where I should be. Okay. But I've had ups and downs. And I've had to make decisions to that you know I was presented with options, and I went, well, I know this is going to st- extend my timeline to get to what I want, but I'll be alive. Yeah, because it was there were a couple of times where I'm like, man, I, if I don't move, I don't have anywhere to go. Man, and that's that's hard as a man, yeah, as a dad. And struggling with trying to find my niche since I got laid off in 2008. Um, And also just even getting out of the Marine Corps. I wanted to do that. I want to stay in. I wanted to make it a career. And then choosing, okay, baby mama wants to go back to Delaware. All right, that's fair. Right, let's just got to do it. It was not easy. And as a man, I hated having to to stay with, and it's not that I hated her parents. I hated not being able to just automatically be able to provide a better life for her and our kids. And it, it ate at me a lot. Yeah. Oh, so much tension. And you highlighted it like earlier. I was so worried about other people's perception and it. That, that held me back because I held myself back with that because I was stressing about things and I wasn't wasn't able to balance it out. And, I, and fitness, health, martial arts. Martial arts has always helped me stay centered. When I'm not training, I'm not myself. And there have been a few times in my life where people have said, man, what's wrong with you? Well... I don't know, I'm not myself. Yeah. And they start going on a list. What are you doing? What are you not doing? Oh, you need to get back to martial arts. Thankfully.
1: It's always a common denominator. It's
0: weird. Yeah. That and working out and eating healthy. Now that I'm, my diet's dialed in nice. Nutrients are good. TRT is good. Um, and now I need to get the sleep right. And I want to get back to working out more. Because I haven't worked out, worked out. And. The training's harder when you're not in shape.
1: Oh, Dude. Yeah, goodness. Well, and it puts that mental strain on you because it starts to make you question your, like, worth and why am I not progressing? Oh, wow. Why am I Thank gassing, you for that. Gassing out and, like, all that stuff. Yeah, man. Dude, I, I so the past, like, two months, I've been traveling for work and then also, like, on and off sick. And part of it, too, you know what I realized, too, with, co- like, with COVID and everything? Nobody's ever gonna admit that they're sick ever again. Like not for a long time. Like anytime I've been sick, I'm just like, fucking, fucking allergies, dude. It's fine. Like everybody just suddenly has all these allergies now, but because they don't want to tell anybody they're sick. What's
0: funny funny is, yeah, uh, my immune system's insane, yeah, except for allergies. Like, no, I'm dead serious. Like perfumes, perfumes and colognes and things yeah. like that.
1: My wife's got that shit. Yeah. I, I it's never horrible. I never knew that existed. My wife's like, yeah, dude, somebody had a perfume on. I was like, like three hours. She's like, yeah, it's still in my nose. Yes.
0: And like, I, I like my eyes will burn. I can't breathe. I feel like I'm suffocating. And people are like, what's wrong with your face? You look like you're like swollen. You're having, I'm having an allergic reaction. I've had people like touch me with stuff on their hands, colognes and perfumes. And I rash out. Really? Yeah, it's bad. Damn. And then I'll, I'll, they certain things, um, certain chemicals, and I'm like, what? Uh, uh, I'm what the fuck? Also, I just noticed.
1: Yeah, I got some nice Volcoms. shorts, bro.
0: Nice Ooh. shorts. Same brand. How'd that happen? That's wild. I wasn't looking above that. I was just looking at the, yeah. the Volcom stone. That's it. I swear, not the other stone. <laughs> anyway couple of stones right there. <laughs> what kind of stone are they talking about? The stoners or stones? I'm not. Stone cold.
1: That's why we didn't do fucking video.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's all we're wearing, by the way, is Volcom shorts. Just shorts. <laughs> just and <hats>. shorts. <laughs> and a beer. And headphones. Goddamn right. Yeah. Goddamn right. It's not moisture sweating here. We're just shaking up a couple beers. <laughs> they don't know. No, they can't even tell. They're like, we can't verify that information.
1: Hell, tell. We're not wearing furry outfits. For sure. I mean, my Fox Apple. Oh, I didn't say it. Dude, what I noticed, though, is when I was, like, so the past month and a half, two mm-hmm. months, I was, like, on and off sick. I was traveling for work and doing all this stuff. And, like, I get this stuff where, you know, when uh you you ever get it where, like, you're kind of on the verge of getting sick, and if you were to do, like, a real workout, you would put yourself into being fully sick. Well, I know you guess you have a crazy immune system. So, like
0: mine, usually, like I'll sweat it out, and, I, and it, it's, I'll drop it. Like I'll go in and it, it'll like just come out the back end, and I'll, or I'll like cough and puke, and okay. like or a whole bunch of snot and mucus. That's all I will usually get, and, and it's usually allergy related, like dirt and dust and um, perfumey stuff. And, like, cigarette smoke, cigarette smoke wrecks me, dude. Really? Oh, my gosh. And, unfortunately, cigar smoke does, too. Even the high-quality stuff will get me. Not as bad. What if I'm around it?
1: Just, like, yeah, it's just wrecked.
0: But what's crazy is hanging around with my, my homies who who rock the left-handed stuff. Like, weed smoke does not do the same thing to me. Yeah. I'm, like, ah, <sighs> take a deep breath. And I, and I swear it, like, relaxes my lungs and my sinuses and it takes the, yeah, well, I mean, obviously, um, takes the edge off of things, but being, even when I'm it doesn't, it just it doesn't, hanging around, don't
1: have people. that, like, of yeah, the I'm not like, like, I
0: don't get a headache from it. Yep. Um, and at some of them, I've got some, I mean, gosh, you know, everyone knows the 10th planet system is, you know, there's something to that. <laughs> and they're not, they're not shy about it. Um, so when you're hanging out with them outside talking and you're just like I'm like man it's awful foggy back here <laughs> and What's then going on back you're here? like woo and even when you're not actively participating that that doesn't bother me yeah um now the where i live in lehigh uh, across the street it's cuz we live in the in the hood part of lehigh and the people across the street will fire up some ghetto weed and it stinks so bad. Really? It smells disgusting. And it's really? like a giant wafting stench because they're smoking so much. And I'm like, at least get something good because they are I know they're dealing. <laughs> I mean, and they were dealing other stuff and cars were going in and out all time of night. All yeah. crazy. Bunch of different cars. And I'm like, that's an expensive car to be ripping through Lehigh. In and out at you know multiple times at night, yep. you know all night. Wonder what's going on over mm. there. So like if you have if you're doing it, I know you're you can source better things. Yeah, it's and it smelled bad. Like some of the people I know who um, who have,
1: but it was weed all, though. Wasn't other shit.
0: No, of course. It, I don't know if they're lacing it with anything, but it just smelled like terrible. Like, are you smoking some pine? needles and some is that a maple leaf that you wrapped it in because it stinks it just smells rancid really oh it's it's nauseatingly bad you like ever been behind somebody well oh my gosh that's right i forgot on the way to the grounds today to do the turkey rolls this guy swerving as he comes up to the stoplight at daniels and treeline and i pull up behind him and he's like banging his he's banging his bowl his glass bowl against the side of his he's tapping it against the side of his his car and he looks in his side view mirror and gives me like a stank eye and I, I'm like man this this dude looks like he's like probably like in the middle of my kid's age range and then he gives me a stank eye and then he packs it and lights it up while he's driving he's smoking it and like rolling the smoke out the window and then reaches out and taps it again, but he's all over the road. I'm like, are you are you serious? And it and it was it didn't smell that great. So I turned it to the recirculating. I'm like, golly, dude. Really? You're smoking a bowl, swerving all over the road, giving people stank eye like, golly, mister. I don't think it's working. Normally you just you should be chill, like calm down. But why are you doing that? And just totally out of it like wow I think there's the limit you smoke too much dude there's and I used to think oh that's not possible and I've seen it happen Um, gosh even I admit when I was younger I did one time that that I was like whoa that was too much getting zonked out oh my goodness that was one of the one of the ones that went on my military waiver like I was like yeah I did that a couple times was around it and stuff but then I was just nearby yeah, well, no,
1: I admitted it the three times. I, uh, sir, I tripped and I fell, and then I happened to be breathing. <laughs> and somebody was holding it right by my mouth. Yeah, and so I just had to really breathe because I was. All right. <laughs> I'm also claustrophobic a little bit, but not anymore for the military. So don't really worry about the claustrophobia. You know what's funny?
0: That you brought up claustrophobia. I'm super claustrophobic.
1: Well, I, kind I of am claustrophobic. Out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like jujitsu was what helps me with that. It's yeah, I, dude,
1: It does help you. It does help you fucking calm down in those situations. Oh my goodness. Yes.
0: But sitting under like, like crawling under my car, my, well, my car's lowered. Um, but putting a car, putting it up on ramps and getting underneath it. I just don't, I just think I focus on where I'm going. Like what do I have to work on? And that's it. And then I'm out. And I'm like, <sighs> even that. but just take a deep breath. Oh my goodness. It's right. terrible. Um, yeah. But imagine being hopefully. on the,
1: that fucking uh, Titanic little thing.
0: No, or the the uh, ball turret on a B fifty two bomber. No way am I crouching in that thing. Yeah. No, sir. Sketchy. Yeah,
1: makes you, dude. I look at that stuff. I am like, those guys are fucking men. <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
0: Back to what I was saying about not feeling like a man sometimes, and the 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 test has helped me stay calmer. Cause, I, And I used to th- think, oh, well, people roid rage or whatever. Yeah, I could see it. But, if, I mean, if you you have to be cranking way, way high on that. Um, and I've seen guys do it. Uh, and But I was edgier and more reactive, explosive reactive. And, and um, my test has been low most of my life. Really? For my age range all throughout my life. I found out when I was in the Marine Corps. They were like, yeah, so you're on the low end. And they were showing me the, the range. And I'm like, what? What do we do? So, they're like, why am I oh, so
1: fucking angry. they're like,
0: that? well, and they didn't even say it that way. But looking back, as I'm doing this now, and over the last um, couple of months of doing research on it, and oh my goodness, I'm way calmer and not as emotionally reactive.
1: Well, it's like probably yeah. you offset that estrogen.
0: Have yeah, you my stopped, estrogen have you was stop
1: buying as much shit off at Amazon as well.
0: Well, uh, I never was that guy. or and I never was a girl. Just clarifying, I'm me. I'm a man. But at, and bad. also when I was like, I I had stopped using air fresheners when I realized, and like scent things when I realized that those were causing headaches, sickness, like yeah. we, like breathing problems. Because I was using the stuff, and I'm like, man... I, and I, one of my doctors was like, dude, you got to stop that. Yeah. That stuff's toxic. And I'm like, I started doing research. I'm like, oh my goodness, I got rid of it. Because I was the guy. Like, I'd get cologne even when I was younger. And now I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for anybody else around me who had problems. And I feel I'm I feel bad for younger me that I didn't understand that that's what was doing
1: it. Yeah. You know, old people wear so much cologne because they can't smell anymore. It's so funny. It is funny. Like, my my grandma like I'm, I'm italian so like she's from like i think from the bronx originally but like she grew up there so like she's just that old school italian like wears a shitload of perfume it, it, it's so fucking funny but like my wife is like super allergic so she she does a good job of like trying to like wear less of it but she'll be like i barely wore any <laughs> she's fucking loaded with it oh yeah, yeah. a lot it's of people just, do that yeah but old people really do it and it's it is pretty funny
0: it is, and with lotions too uh, it's somebody say dude I got I got a super unscented one. they put it on and I'm, I wanted to go you still smell like a girl guy <laughs> you do you got a girly kind get there they are they have some that are because they'll say oh it'll be like lightly scented or uh, they don't read the ingredients.
1: It's like, and it's it is what it is. People are going to do what they're going to do. All this, you know, what's crazy? All this shit's loaded with fucking metal and all this,
0: all mm-hmm. this stuff. All kinds it's, of toxins. Yeah. And your skin is a giant organ, and that's why I stopped. I stopped using a lot of stuff that I used to, and I make my own beard oils. And really? yeah, I got a this year. I keep saying this, but this time I'm going to do something about it this year, 2024. Um, And just, I got to get some some labeling and some packaging going and just start small and do what I can. Yeah, Um, And I've, I've had some friends help me to, like, here, test this. I know that some of them don't like certain essential oils, so I'll cut that out of my personal personal uh,
1: batch and then give yeah. them like a little bit
0: yeah I'll, I'll, i made a batch for a couple different people um, that's cool two guys in particular were like well i can't deal with this this and this and the other guy was like i don't like this this is gross so i made one for each of them that work and they're like oh that's perfect and i'm like wait a second and then i made one for my brother because he's like i don't like this i like kind of like a citrus and then i just haven't made it in a while i've just been working so much and i need to get back into that and it's then I had a beard balm. Yeah. Um, I finally figured the formula out. It's just been tough because I don't have the space that I need to set up everything. Spend an entire day doing it because it takes a, a solid. Day. Yeah. Pri- yeah. I, I want to say a solid 10 hours, 8 to 10 hours of just focusing on that because, you know, you got to clean and sanitize everything before because I, I keep everything it's very I don't want any contaminants in anything because I know what it's like just having somebody shake my hand and I'm like oh, and I'm trying to wash it off but it's absorbing in my skin and then that and I, I like accidentally touch my face and it's on my face and then yeah I'm like man I got a headache and people are like why is your face red in that spot
1: and it's like because I went to Chris's house and right before he was just rubbing on his own butthole and yeah he shook his he has, hand
0: he has that um New York uh 1932 New York butthole Scent oil <laughs> for men. That's right. It's made with 100% synthetic ingredients.
1: And lanolin. Yeah. So it adds a little extra slick to it. Yeah. But well, I mean, I guess you need that. too. I guess you need that. Yeah.
0: I hope you walk faster
1: it's less yeah, friction. I've like way more aerodynamic,
0: dude. Yeah, and there's there's no, there's no me. cheek
1: friction. Everyone's like, Why do you have so much astroglide? I'm like, dude, I walk so much faster with it. Don't fucking ask me any more questions about Mm-mm. the astroglide. It yeah. has nothing to do. It's for my biking and it's for <laughs> me walking really fast. Stop asking me questions about it.
0: That's what it is. It's it's so that you have uh no inner thigh and knee friction and then you that's know you only, have glutes. It's
1: only friction I'm worried.
0: Glutes. About. You have to worry about the upper. Not worrying about my thighs. glutes,
1: okay? I use I don't use it for my glutes
0: You use. you know, use the lanolin and synthetic scented
1: I don't uh, need to make my glutes aerodynamic, oil. dude.
0: Well, they're not aerodynamic. Sometimes it, if just, it
1: slips in there, but that's it's, it. It's, it's not. It's not for that.
0: But there's no friction. Then, then, then the two gluteus maximus muscles can just glide past each other without creating friction and, and lighting things on fire. That's right. No chafing, no fire.
1: That's right. Just my own two butt cheeks. That's all.
0: That's. It. I mean, and then everything else. And then
1: no more questions, please. Yeah,
0: it's uh it's a personal decision. <laughs>
1: That's it, okay?
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have a whole lot of Scotch tape up there. It's not like you got a It's like a personal waxing kit
1: and a little WD forty.
0: And is that hand sanitizer? Uh, that is a large. Wow, that that's is a, a large, big bottle of sanitizer. And two measuring tapes. What is going? And a. You have two levels below that, and the next level. Wow, that's funny. And the the next level below.
1: That's right. That's, that's wild. Yeah, and we got some, it's called T-Rex tape. What? That's enough to...
0: T-Rex tape, is that similar to Gorilla tape, but
1: Yeah, probably. Stronger? It's from like a waterproof uh, emergency marine kit. So that way, if you have to like legit, there's like a hole in your boat and you have to like slap that tape on, it'll, it'll at least... Are you serious? It'll at least hold it for a little bit.
0: Isn't that like Flex Seal type thing
1: probably something similar to that
0: wow but wow that's a real deal like you could be out there you know what if what if what if gilligan had some of that and the skipper had that
1: tv would be different dude yeah entire course of history would be done yeah it would just been a probably like a five hour tour and that's
0: it maybe seven because they were unconscious for a little
1: while could have been
0: there we go. Oh, I'm up. Oh, so let's patch the hole. Which I don't understand. They had so many things they could have patched the hole with. But that boat was there and they just stayed there. I've never thought about
1: that. I wanted to be more. alone on an island with those ladies at first. Then. Yeah, and why did the Howells have
0: so much crap with them? I'd never thought about this till now. All the We're things out. that they had with them. So remember Thurston and Lovey? I don't remember at all because you're young. I'm old. I remember sitting there, <laughs> being forced to watch that show. Like this is so weird. And I always thought, why didn't they just fix the boat? And then it it clicked one time. And it, and the, right now it's it's finally processing because I was like, this this is weird. Who, but three hour tour, and then now I'm get they had so much crap for a three hour tour. It's like wait, programming. That's what it is, TV programming. They're programming us to just do what they want. I'm sure there's some subliminal messages in there. Probably. Like hairspray commercials. Because their hair looked hairsprayed hairspray all the time. Their so hair looks like great? I don't know. I wouldn't say great. It's just not my style. A
1: little quaff.
0: Yeah, and how are they so clean? Like, how are the professors clean? Clothes so clean
1: and yeah, it'd probably be closer to wrinkled. Lord of the Flies.
0: Oh, yeah. Did you read the book first or watch the
1: movie first? Can't remember. I think I read the book in school or something.
0: I did too. And then when I remember when the movie came out, like that, I was that was my my era. So we, it was several of us from several of us, and I think it was a bunch of chorus people when I was in chorus in high school. You were in we chorus? chorus? Yeah. I could sing a little bit back then.
1: Sing something right now. <laughs> oh, geez. Sing your best Celine Dion, right? Yeah. No, I
0: no. oh my goodness. You, you would say Celine. I ended up getting roped into seeing her in Vegas. It was an experience. Yeah. She can sing, and she's a great performer. But that's not my style of stuff. I'm not into that. Um, and I don't, I don't even know any Celine Dion off the top of my head,
1: dude. I had to sing, I had to sing Celine Dion song when I was in first grade or what fifth grade or something. It was either my kindergarten or my fifth grade graduation. Like the whole class had to sing a song. Um, the you were my voice when I was weak, like that song. We had to wow. sing that, and so. I even going back at such a young age, I was such a cynical prick that I I just mouthed the words.
0: Are you serious, you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No way. I don't and I like that. singing and stuff like that, but I'm I like know. you're not gonna tell me what to sing. Like How are they gonna know that you mouthed it? They wouldn't. So that was the that was yeah. the, the benefit. Um we had we, we had to do just. Stuff. Where was that? It was in New York. It was just like a like New York, New York City, New York, uh, Long Island, It's a suburb. Oh, that's
0: right. I remember you saying, yeah.
1: And so it was just it was I don't know. We had to do stuff like that. It was I I don't know. It was fine. And like looking back, I probably should have just sung and not been so ugh about it. But then, you know, I wouldn't be thirty-one year old sitting in a garage talking on a podcast. <laughs> With fucking mental problems. so Everyone has them. Yeah. But then I wouldn't broadcast them to the world. That's fucking... I'm not going to sing this song. Fuck you guys.
0: Somebody else needed to hear that. They're going, me too, bro. And they know what they're doing. They're they're taking that list that they had written with all the names on it. And now they're burning the list. Because they know it's better to keep going and not end up in prison.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Trust us. It's not. Just don't go to prison.
1: You know what? As you go to put those fucking Totino's pizza rolls on that, that platter and put it in the oven, put the fucking list in there, too.
0: I, I don't know. Maybe that's too toxic. You know what? Throw out the Totino's and go get Against the Grain brand. Uh, that's not an advertisement, uh, but it is. So uh, they have this grain-free, toxin-free... Pizza stuff, uh, pizza. really? Yeah, because and it's, dude, it's great. But they have pizza rolls now. They just started. I haven't found them yet, but they're out there.
1: This is like the fucking Shinerbach holiday beer. Fucking how mm-hmm. oh exclusive it is! Goodness, dude, you gotta time go we do this find podcast, some. You gotta come with some fucking pizza rolls. We're I them. will
0: eat them right into the microphone, and I'll find another. Oh, I got. I already have. What, I've just.
1: We're gonna I've, increase the game. Do you like hard microphone.
0: cider as well?
1: I'll drink some. Mine.
0: Oh my goodness! Have you ever had Ace Brand hard pineapple apple cider? No. And right now, Derek Gutierrez is going insane because he loves that. So does Coach Rye. Really? Uh huh. Oh, I'm telling you.
1: What is it? The, Ace
0: Ace Brand. It's Ace it's
1: at the Ace brand. Hardware. No, 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 sell. no.
0: That's the that's the place with the helpful hardware person. Oh, okay. Because they changed it because people are offended by. Genderizing things that what did they change? change left and right and up and down, east and west, north and south. No, it's from what? <laughs> no, I can be whatever direction I want to be. Well, I mean, not when the sun is rising in the east and setting in the west. It's does it sit know. there though? It doesn't set technically, but it's a perception there of that. You go, it's all a perception. Mm-hmm. Some things are, some things aren't. I know what water is. <laughs> Do you? I do. I've been in it. (laughs) And I've consumed some with salt in it. It's delicious. It's good for you. But, uh, they're Sebastopol, California? Whatever. They're out in Cali. They have uh, several delicious hard ciders. My favorite is their pineapple. Okay. it is wonderful. And I have a couple other beverage selections that I
1: already have in mind. Ace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Hard cider pineapple. Mm-hmm. Can you get it at most places? Publix. Really? But
0: you know how every we talked earlier. Yeah. Not every Publix carries the same thing. So you go in there and like food wise too, but definitely with the uh, wow, the baby items label. Sorry, I just noticed on the that's oh. impressive.
1: Yeah. Oh, I label oh, I all this that. stuff i'm very organized I did all that I am actually a very organized person
0: did you did you uh paint those on there or are those stickers
1: no they're stickers okay no I'm not organized. dude if my wife didn't do all this shit i would <laughs> you no know, you you came in the house you're like oh wow this looks really nice i if i i can live in a fucking box with nothing nothing on the walls and i would have no idea like what what color is the art on your walls and i'd be like um i'd really have to think about it and then they like, it's a trick question you don't have anything on your walls Like, oh <laughs> all right fair enough that's that is le- legit how it is like i just, it might as well not exist i fucking have no idea I don't notice these things. I'm, <laughs> and it has an impact on me. It has a genuine impact on my, like, well-being and my... Really? Set. Like, yeah, if things are organized and all this stuff, like, I feel better, all this stuff. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I didn't know where you are going with that. I, was right. talking about, I thought you were talking about the fact that you didn't choose artwork as having an impact on you. I'm like, wow, you need to, you need to hit the mats more. <laughs> you need to roll more.
1: <laughs> it definitely has an impact, but I won't consciously notice it. You know what I mean? Like. Uh-huh. If somebody somebody was like, hey, what is an art piece on your wall in this place? I I really have to think about it. Because I'm here. I've been here all day. I could tell you. but If I go on a trip or something, if you call me when I'm on a work trip or something, like, what's it? it." Uh, There's probably a fucking painting somewhere. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm sure there's a boat and one looks like a, there's a sand dollar. probably a
1: bird somewhere in there. A
0: sand dollar, a starfish, and a stick.
1: We tend to like birds, so I'm sure there's a bird somewhere in there.
0: It's a plover. It's one of them plovers.
1: little piping plover. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Everyone goes for the standard piping plover.
1: Everybody loves a piping plover. Dude.
0: I wonder if piping plovers would like hard apple cider. Sure they would.
1: They would. Well, there's only one way to find out.
0: (laughs) We have to raise a plover from birth. I think that isn't that something with the legality in Florida, you can't harness one up. You can't like snare it or however you you would have to snare it.
1: (laughs) Dude, that's gonna be the name of this episode, fucking piping plover.
0: (laughs) Do it. That's sick.
1: And the way that we make the the artwork now is I just put in a an AI generated caption. Are you serious? See what it comes up. So we'll see what kind of plovers come up.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: It's probably
0: some jacked animal plover. In Somebody's an gonna
1: hear it and see piping plover and be like, "What
0: the fuck are these? What people? are they doing? Yeah, we're having piping plover uh, okay, pizza we're rolls. Outrage the
1: birding. Yeah, I know.
0: Isn't there? There's like an animal hospital on Sanibel. They're gonna they're gonna message. Excuse me.
1: They're going to firebomb the ground.
0: No, what they're going to do is they're going to want to sponsor it. They're going to want to get an ad
1: on here. And they're going to listen and be like, what the fuck is this, dude? I
0: thought you were talking about piping plover pizza rolls.
1: We did. Yeah, we put piping plovers in the pizza rolls, dude.
0: (laughs) No, it's it's non-toxic so the piping plovers can eat them. Oh, okay. Yeah, and have some ace pineapple apple or hard cider because, you know, it's good for us, good for them
1: set it off right, dude. Yeah,
0: it's all clean ingredients,
1: gluten free, dude. We're at an hour and forty five.
0: Are you serious? What do not even tell feel like
1: that? What do you want to tell the people before we wrap up?
0: Um, don't give up. Uh, it doesn't matter how hard your situation is. Other people have made it through harder, and I'm speaking from uh, my position in a really tough season in my life right now. Where, as Chris highlighted earlier, we all go through some depression. Whether it's just a short season or if it's a long season, it could be a couple hours, could be a couple days, could be a couple years. But there is something on the other side of that. And it's like a refining fire. There's a Latin term, ignis aurum probate miseria fortis virus. Fire tests gold, misery, strong men and women. Um, But the thing is, that's where you gain the strength and the going on and reaching out to people who who are in your circle you're you got to have the courage to ask for the help and just sometimes that help could uh, could be as simple as hey i need to talk this out because and i admit like man i the other day i was feeling embarrassed because i'm a man and i feel like i should be i know i should be further along and have my whole life balanced out better I'm not giving up. There are days where I admit, where I'm praying. I'm like, "All right, God, look, I'm tired. I just want to go sleep." And uh, I'm not. I don't want to die. But man, I'm so exhausted. If you wake me up, cool. It means I'm keeping going. If not, man, I'm so tired. I'm gonna welcome that long dirt nap. But I'm not. I'm not suicidal. I'm not yeah. saying I want to.
1: No, I get it. I want people to hear... You want a fucking relief.
0: Yeah, man. I want the weight off. I want the fire to stop. It hurts. And as men and as women, especially when we've gone through things... I mean, we've gone through two divorces. And... Both of those women are awesome moms, man. And they're good people. Just that things happen in life and... We end up where we are. And then sometimes... And I'm speaking from my perspective somebody in a situation in their life, they're gonna, you're, some of you are having a great life and you look back like, wow, now, you know, I just made it happen. Awesome. Good for you. I haven't given up, but I've busted my butt trying to make it work and things have fallen apart. I've had the best laid plans, fell apart. Don't give up. Yeah. I know I'm gonna make it. There are days where I'm not so sure, but I don't give up. And I have homies like you, Chris. I have the team at the grounds of MMA Academy. And if you are listening to this and you have never tried jujitsu, Muay Thai, kickboxing, Krav Maga, MMA, or even just straight street boxing. We have a dope class for that. It's not so much about, Hey, I'm, I'm learning this martial art. Cause I'm gonna be a badass. It's about, I have this community and they're going to help me fight through the hard times in life. I won't be yeah. fighting, fighting alone. All these things are individual Arts, you know, because you're 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 learning to contend as you're by yourself. You don't. It's not like you know you're in some GI Joe movie.
1: Well, and it's also you're you're doing it. You're always competing against yourself. Facts. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah.
0: So yeah, don't give up. Just and and find find a group. You know, wh- whether it's whatever you you know you believe in uh, as a higher power, whether you have um a some you have to find some kind of community to get plugged into where it's positive, you know, um, being, being in a destructive group, or a negative group, negative mindset. That's just going to spiral you down. We talked about that earlier. So don't give up. And and if, if you're listening to this and you see us anywhere on the street or you just want to, you want a moment, reach out through the podcast and, you know, Chris will give you my information and then we'll get you in for a class. And we're, heck, I'll, I'll just sit and talk with you and have a cup of coffee if that's all it takes. Because um, sometimes that's all it takes. Agreed. So keep going. All my homies and homettes out there. And uh, if you're if you're into drinking beer, check out some Shiner. See if you can find some holiday cheer. There's your quest.
1: Shiner holiday cheer.
0: Yeah. And these, uh, and against the grain pizza rolls. Tell me, if you can find them, let me know. I will. Oh, yeah. I'm going to find them. Thanks, dude. Dude, thank you. This is dope
1: you